Hi, I'm Nicholas McGurr, author of The Afterlife and host for Stories in a Cemetery. You can find all my fiction works with themes of the afterlife on nicholasmcgurr.com. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-M-C-G-I-R-R.com. As a writer, I do research, and that research is more than likely inside a haunted location or a cemetery. Like you, I'm curious about the afterlife, and always looking for a new topic for my next book. I hope you enjoy this episode of my research as much as I did in using it for my fiction works. Let's get into today's story in the cemetery. Hey guys, welcome to episode 27. So this is super exciting. This is going to be an interesting episode for you. Um, This is uh, part of a three investigation day that I spent uh, first one being at Halfway Creek Church in Francis Marion Forest, which is what we're going to be discussing on this week's podcast. I also went to the Francis Marion burial site um, in the same day, which is super interesting. I'm still working on the investigation and the data and history there. So that will probably be on next week's episode, uh, next Friday. And then I visited the Old Cooks Cemetery in Mount Pleasant. And again, if this is a place I couldn't get into, so if you or someone you know uh, can get me inside and knows a little bit about the history, I would love to get inside and take a look and just see if it's haunted. Uh, somebody sent me this location, which is the other reason why I visited the Halfway Creek Church in Francis Marion Forest, is because one of you um, sent me this location through a private message and said, hey, there's been some paranormal activity here. Uh, Why don't you dive into this location and see what you can find? So that's exactly what I did. So I want to thank all of you for being patient uh, with the episodes over the past few weeks. Uh, Brian McFarland and I have been recording episodes for Buy Me a Coffee. And last week's episode on Buy Me a Coffee, episode 26, super interesting conversation. And just talking a little bit about like what do we do in the events that we are wrong about Byron Price's The Secret and our solve for Charleston. These episodes have been more of a documentation of where we are. Uh, I don't know if it's more for our sake, but we thought we would make them the bonus episodes for you. And granted, they're not haunted locations, but they're still puzzle solving and those kind of things um, that we thought would be super interesting for those people that want to sponsor the show. So Buy Me a Coffee acts as Patreon, which is a little bit more of a popular crowdfunding um, site, but buymeacoffee.com works the exact same way. Um, I have it set up to where you can just drop a dollar in the coffee pot and you are supporting the show, and you have access to all bonus episodes that have been made so far and all future bonus episodes. So just for a dollar, um, you get all of that access, and it just shows that you support the show. And, of course, with it still being relatively small, we're only on episode 27, uh, this will continue to grow. So with that being said, guys, I I do need your help with some reviews. Uh, Reviews are super important for all aspects of podcasting, and the reason for that is it helps people find the show. So the more um, reviews that I have on all of the different podcatchers, as I call them, um, the better. So good, bad, and different. Of course, I would encourage you to leave good, positive reviews if you've been listening thus far. But if you're using uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, or Anchor, you can leave comments as well. So these reviews help others find the show and tells me you want me to continue looking for more haunted locations. With that being said, guys, the purpose of this show is really to look for more haunted locations in and around the Charleston area, uh, even South Carolina in general. There are millions, I don't want to say millions, maybe thousands of legends and lore around Charleston 
Um, and I'm just pretty much out looking for more. And if you have a place that has legend and lore to it and some myths and some history behind it, I'd love to take a look. So make sure you're sending me those private messages through any social media. You can find me, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, whatever you want to find me on. I'm pretty much on everything. Um, or you can send me an email through my website, nicholasmcgur.com, and the tell me a ghost story. So if you have a location that you would like to find out if it's truly haunted or not, send me those messages. And, and I'll, I'll kind of keep an archive of them and let you know when a location like today's episode has been uh, given to me through one of you. My, my show is really about trying to find more and finding out if some of the legends and lore are, are real. Are they true? Guys, let's dive into Halfway Creek Church. It, it's pretty simple, actually. So every once in a while, one of you will send me a message, and I'll, I'll look into it. The cool thing about this is that I, I was already interested in Francis Marion Forest to begin with, but didn't have anything really to go on to go find a haunted location. I mean, it, this place is giant. And just driving through it in, in several times, can't really drive through it with an EMF detector on because you're not going to get any activity that way. Uh, but when I heard about the Halfway Creek Church and seen a few pictures of it online, I'm like, wow, I really got to check this place out. It's creepy enough. It's dilapidated. It's empty, hollow, however you want to look at it. But it's it was really cool to check out and for me to just dive into where it actually was being through Francis Marion Forest before. Um, I didn't do much research other than where it was located. And I just kind of went with the mentality that I used to do when I was working with Psychic um, of just kind of picking up and seeing what comes out of the paranormal evidence and then proving it later. Guys, that's the basic gist of what how I came across Halfway Creek Church. And it was super interesting. Um, and what I would like to do is I would like to just go through the blog post that I wrote to accompany this episode and just kind of dive in a little bit that way. But first, I will think we need to take a quick commercial break before I go into the blog post. All right, guys, we're back. Thanks so much for allowing me to put sponsors in the middle of the show. Just like Buy Me a Coffee, uh, it does help move stories in this cemetery along. So as a writer, I always accompany my podcast with a blog post. So if you are unaware of that, um, you can head over to nicholasmcgur.com and check those out. But for this particular episode, because it was such an interesting case, uh, I'm going to read the direct blog post right here on the air and just kind of see where things go. So if you're a writer like me, uh, one of the best editing processes that I go through is reading things aloud. And, and I read this one aloud to myself already, but I think with the way the investigation went, um, that reading this blog post to you, which is relatively short, uh, it's less than 700 words, I, I think it'll come across a little bit more of how, how I feel about Halfway Creek Church. So the blog post is entitled, Hallowed at Halfway Creek Church. From time to time, followers of this blog or friends who know I'm always looking for a new location to investigate will private message me a place without any explanation. These are my favorite types of investigations. I love going in blind, not knowing what to expect. Let's face it, with my love of geocaching and putting clues together, sometimes finding the location is half the fun as was the case for the Halfway Creek Church in Francis Marion Forest. Francis Marion Forest is a mysterious place all on its own. I've driven through the 258,000 plus acre forest on several occasions to stay away from busy traffic at Charleston, or as a shortcut as a peaceful drive. 
To come across an alleged haunting in the forest was exciting, and I couldn't wait to get the day going to find the Halfway Creek Church. Disappointingly, it was easy to find. A simple Google map search and I arrived an hour later. There were groundskeepers on site and a funeral canopy in the cemetery ready for the mourning of a loved one. I grabbed my gear and headed to the church. With my voice recorder running and smartphone in hand, I said good morning to all the men working. It was a peaceful morning and I looked like any other photo blogger investigating his site. The history of the church is simple. Built originally in 1828 as a log building, the church had changed hands several times among congregations until it was rebuilt in 1941 to the dilapidated, hollowed-out building we can see and visit today. Church services ran until the 1970s. Through vandalism and weather conditions of South Carolina, the church has fallen into more than dismay. Funding for the ground stays with the graves and cemetery on site and leaves the building to rot along with its ancestors buried six feet under. The floorboards were too worn for me to enter safely, so I remained at the doorsteps and windows, peering in with my paranormal tools, hoping to catch a glimpse of the history here. The claims of hauntings come strictly from random threads and comments of pictures online. Some say that fog will come over the road that leaves one feeling disoriented, others just leave a simple line of, quote-unquote, haunted church. I've said in earlier posts that a cemetery is usually one of the last places I would deem to be haunted, but with the church nearby, I thought I would take a chance on the allegations. It looked creepy enough, and was far enough into the forest that I was willing to fulfill my curiosity. Much like the absence of research to be found on the property, other than a listing of burial sites, the paranormal equipment left much to the imagination with absent reporting. A small glimmer from the EMF, no EVPs from my voice recorder, and not a single anomaly in any of the pictures I took. I also used the spirit box apps in the background of shooting pictures with my phone. The word list is inconclusive, and if there is a connection to any of the words or phrases listed, I could not find any research to tie the location. As for now, I'm deeming the Halfway Creek Church not haunted, as per the claims of online thread commenters. With the number of pictures I found for this location, I'll simply say that this is a quiet place to take beautiful pictures for photographers practicing their craft. Perhaps a private picnic area to enjoy lunch or watch the stars through the trees of this giant forest but definitely not haunted. Guys, that's that's the gist of my of my blog post. I read it to you verbatim. And and I think with that being said, I wanted to talk a little bit about again why I do this. It's to find more locations. Halfway Creek Church Cemetery not haunted, guys, at least during the time that I was there. And I spent a good amount of time there. I would say a good 2 hours. Uh, shooting pictures, walking around with my EMF, talking to the groundskeepers, saying hello, waving at them, making sure I was staying out of the mower's way. Guys, this is a lot like my stories in a cemetery, ghost tours downtown. Not every location will give paranormal activity every single time. I, I may choose to go back to the Halfway Creek Church again, but again, right now I'm going to deem it not haunted. If you have any other evidence that says that I'm incorrect, I'd love to review it or hear about it. So just like I said before, find me on social media. You can email me through my website. But with some of the claims that I read online where I got a creepy feeling or I was a little dizzy or things like that, I, that could be the type of haunting that stays with you and you just happen to be near the Halfway Creek Church and or the cemetery. Guys, there are different types of hauntings. Plain and simple. 
I found no activity there whatsoever that doesn't really want me to go back unless, you know, somebody wants to know where it is or a photographer friend wants to go and take some pictures. I'll definitely take them to it and probably, you know, pull out my paranormal equipment again. But as of right now, I don't have anything. Guys, if you have any other locations you'd like for me to visit in South Carolina, do the same thing again. Find me on social media or you can email me. This podcast, guys, is not a TV show that will hype things up for the sake of ratings. Sometimes when I investigate, the location isn't willing to give me any data, or it's just not haunted. I would be lying to you if I only posted locations with paranormal activity. I investigate and report my findings through my blog and podcast. It's a simple concept. So, just like my tours through downtown Charleston, I investigate locations and take you to places where I've had activity in the past... That doesn't mean that every location we go to will have activity every single night or on every single tour. My tours are the real deal. We will debunk data. We'll look into the history of the location and see if the data coming through is legit. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it is. I can't make these things up. I don't take you to one location inside of a building where I have the possibility of making things go off, like EMF detectors and making spooky sounds for the EVPs. One thing I won't do on this show or on my tours is make things up for the sake of ratings and or popularity. Guys, that's the the gist of Halfway Creek Cemetery. This is a beautiful location for pictures. It's a beautiful location just to visit. It doesn't have a ton of history behind it other than it's changed hands through different congregations for different churches. And it was once a log cabin. So this isn't truly even the original building. That was there. This building is um, not even 100 years old yet because it was in 1941 when this building was there. So it's just a building that was used as a church, and that's pretty much it. It's gorgeous. But I would say that the research you're going to find online is hollow because there's not much there. It's pretty empty. The research you're going to find even through some of the, the digital libraries held by government organizations It's pretty hollow. There's nothing there. Use this as part of your research when you're looking into the Halfway Creek Church that there are places that may look creepy, are darkly and and beautiful, but they're just that. Not every place is going to be haunted. Guys, that's pretty much all I have for this week's episode. I would like you to send me more locations. Keep sending them. Private message me. Put them in the ratings. Put them somewhere where I can read them. I will read every single review that you post on either my website, on any of the podcatchers, any of those things. And I do get quite a few reviews from my tours. So even if you're on one of my tours and you remember a location uh, for later or somewhere where you've actually had experience, put it somewhere where I can find it. You know where to find me. You've been listening to the the podcast long enough. And guys, that's it. This was a simple, short episode because the place just isn't haunted. I don't have any data to show other than a quick glimmer on my EMF that shows that this was a haunted location. And that's going to happen. As for now, guys, I'm going to stay true and honest to you as always. And I look forward to talking to you on next week's episode about Francis Marion's burial site. It's absolutely gorgeous and I can't wait to tell you about it. Thank you.
Thanks so much for listening to today's Story in a Cemetery. Be sure to check out the show notes with pictures and bonus audio sections on nicholasmcgird.com. As you know, I'm a writer, and now you have another story that inspires me to write my fiction works. Be sure to share this episode on your social media or leave me comments on the Stories in a Cemetery Facebook page. I'll see you next time with another Story in the Cemetery.